The Swain Event Podcast is brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. There are over 100 million pieces of litter on our beautiful Tennessee roadways, and TDOT spends $19 million a year picking it up. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. Let's get to the Irish Network's hotline. Let's talk to Brad. Brad, good morning. Thanks so much for joining us today. Good morning, guys. Hope y'all are having a good day. Man, it's been it's been great, man. Get a chance to see my my buddy Ben. I haven't seen him in forever. <laughs> hey, uh, Swain, we we had a conversation yesterday talking about the uh, the transfers and and how it seems like that Tennessee's just dragging their feet. Uh, we're, we're seems like we're just I don't know, stuck in the mud. Um, and it it comes down to. You might be thinking that we might be self-imposing some scholarships. Um, is that still kind of your thinking? It is. It is a question that I have. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I'll sit here and say I think that that's what they're doing, but it makes me wonder if it is something that we we are doing, um, or if we are just being selective. So um, I don't want to make it seem like that. That's that's what I think is going on. I just have a question on if does that factor into us being selective in the portal? Well, here's my question. Um, if, if that's the case, we're wanting to self-impose some scholarships to get us out of hot water with NCAA. Yeah, we, 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 I guess we got to do what we got to do. But what would be wrong with just telling NCAA, hey, we're going to go ahead, we're going to cut 10 scholarships and go ahead and take a 10 scholarship hit but bring players in as walk-ons. Use that NIL money to pay players as bring them in as walk-ons. Shh, Brad. Hush, man. Brad. Well, I mean, it's, it's about time we start getting serious about football around here again. Brad, Brad. I mean, our, our fan base deserves better than this. Brad, Brad. Shh. No one's, no one's actually talking about it out loud, man. Well. <laughs> yeah, I think that, that, that I think that is something that you can do. I mean, yeah, you go ahead and self-impose these scholarships. You still can get around, you know, still can get around with the NIL. So if you're in NCAA, you're just like, well, it's no purpose of um, – it's really no purpose of doing scholarship reduction because you have the unregulated NIL where you can go and – you can go pay for a kid to go to school. Exactly, and just bring them on as walk-ons. Yep. Hell, make it make it a twenty scholarship limit. I yep. don't care. Yep. Yep. I mean, I don't. I don't want to see us do anything to handcuff Josh Hoppel. We need to be a hundred percent behind this guy. Give him everything he needs. But we're, it seems like we're not doing it. And I guarantee you, if if we switch places with Alabama and Georgia, they would be doing the exact same thing that I said. I think I think Tennessee and the folks behind the scenes, and I think folks are really are really trying to. Make sure Hypo has what he needs to be successful. I think it's hard to compare what what what, what Georgia and Alabama is doing for their coaches because they didn't run through a bunch of coaches and administrators and stuff like like we have. Um, I think the trust level with Josh Hypo is at all time high with some of the with some of the boosters and donors where they feel like we have a real football coach. Um, but I do think Brad that your feelings of hey man, it's time like it's time to. To put up or shut up, it's time to crap or get off the pot. That that is a sense of urgency and a feeling that I have too. It's go time. This is it. Like you can't get left behind because NIL and the transfer portal can be 
a way that Tennessee kind of gets back into the hunt, makes a a jump, makes a move in you know in the SEC. But I don't, I can't expect for us to do what Georgia and Alabama is doing right now uh, because we're not at that level. But we should be able to use the NIL to get players and the scholarship reduction stuff. There's ways around it. I agree with you 100%, Brad. When this stuff first came out with NIL, we had a conversation about this during the summer, Ben, about how if you're smart, you can get around scholarship reductions. You can get around roster problems by just having players, you know, scholarships paid for because there was a player, I want to say it was at BYU uh, over the summer that had, there was a walk-on that had their education paid for through the NIL. And that made me start thinking about what could really happen inside of the SEC, which is everyone taking advantage of it and, and not using it for, you know, not, not using it for, you know, the purpose that BYU used it for, but just using it for an advantage in recruiting. So, yeah, I, I see that happening, Brad. All right, guys. Appreciate it. Love the show. Hey, thank you, Brad. I'm with you, Brad. I'm with you. I'm with you, Brad. Brad's on it. But here's the thing. Kids are going to want that money to go into their pocket. What they're going to want, they're going to want, if you if you are a young man and. And they don't want to be a walk on. If, if you are a young man, I'm going to use myself for example. I don't care if I'm a walk-on scholarship player. Here's my amount that I want. You make it work however you need to make it work. I don't care. Walk-on scholarship, just when it's time to pay me my money each month or for whatever service that I'm going to provide, just make sure I got my money. I don't care about being a walk-on. I don't care about being a scholarship player. Just have my money. That's all I care about. We're going to see schools maneuver the numbers with the scholarship numbers by paying paying walk-on players. We'll, we'll see it. We'll see it in the SEC. I doubt it's something that will be broadcasted because if I'm a school, I'm not. I don't want that information out there. I want that beneath Earth. I don't want that on the surface at all. Yeah, but I, good luck. People are going to put two and two together. If, yeah. if, if you bring in... 35 four stars instead of 25 and, and people start to count up the numbers like people will be able to put two and two together that's, that's why you can't be like blue chips you can't be bringing in neon Badeau, ricky road riding around campus in a brand new john deere tractor like you, you gotta be a little discreet about it you can't be like hugh freeze and old miss like you, you can't do it with if if you were able to pull that off it would have to be with one, maybe two players. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Because if if you try to do it with a bunch, then you just you, – you're not going to be able to get that many caliber players. And, and then with not being able to get that many caliber players, then 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 you re- the, the players that would be doing it are, are the players you're probably not going to want to pay for their tuition anyways. <laughs> There's ways around it. Brad's on it, man. Brad – is basically having the same conversation or the same thought that we that we had over the summer about ways to get around the NIL and scholarship numbers. All right, let's go back to the phones. Dave Tona. Dave Tona, good morning. 
Hey, guys, uh, Ben hit the nail on the head. That's what I was calling in about. Uh, so what this guy was saying was bring them in and pay them, pay their tuition from the NIL, okay? So there's this quarterback out in California that everybody's talking about. Jason, you probably know more than most. What kind of money is this kid going to garner? Which one? Nico. Yeah. Oh. So what kind? What kind of money do you think that he can get from the NIL? Um, it'll be it'll be it'll be seven figures. Easy. Two. Easy. Because you got to think about it, Dave Tony. He's he's in California, In California, those high school kids can get paid now. And Alabama wants him. So he's he's gonna get. There's gonna be a school that puts a lot of money into him and lose out. He can, okay, so let's, let's, take him him out of the, let's take him out of the equation then because okay. he's not he's not going to come in for a scholarship. Uh, no, so I mean, let's, he, go a, let's, let's go a lesser player, okay? What is out-of-state tuition at UT right now? I don't know. I don't know. Let's look it up. Ballpark. Ballpark. 45 grand? Probably. A lot of money. Okay. So I don't. I have no idea what kind of money Cade Mays made off of his appearances. Uh, thirty-two, thirty-two thousand was uh, two thousand nineteen, two thousand twenty. Thirty-two thousand. So I, I agree with Finn. These these kids are going to want to see that money coming into their pocket. They're not going to want to hear, you know, hey, listen, we'll give you five grand a month and we'll pay your tuition. No, you know? no, but if you, if you're a kid. You don't. You don't even care about the tuition number. Like, no. All you care about is the the money that you get in your pocket. That's that's all you care about. They tell there's some feedback. You might have the, the show playing um, while while you're talking. But like, all you care about is what you are putting in your pocket. That's all you care. Say, so, hey, y'all, figure that out. Make sure I got my number. Make sure my locker. Make sure you treat me like a scholarship player, and my money's good. Which one would you prefer? Get hundred thousand dollars in your pocket, be a walk on, or get fifty thousand dollars in your pocket and be a scholarship player? Who, who cares? Well, I'd I'd rather get the hundred thousand in my pocket because you just quoted me thirty thousand for out of state tuition. So there's there's going to be twenty thousand missing somewhere in the difference. No, because that's that's on. That's on the NIL groups and the schools. That's on them. Just make sure I got my money in my pocket. That's going. I'm telling you, that's going to come up somewhere. Somewhere, somewhere we'll in the SEC, that is going to come up. It's it's too wide open for a school not to take that approach. But don't expect it to be publicized. It's going to happen for a little bit. And then it's, it's going to take some digging, and then it's going to be it's going to be exposed. But it's going to happen. As long as this the NIL continues to be unregulated, it's going to happen. Swain event. Be right back. Hour three of the Swain event is brought to you by the Low T Center and LowTCenter.com. Do you know your numbers? Feel like you again. Let us help. 
Is that as low as you can go? Okay, thank you. Hello, is that as low as you can go? Okay, thank you. What are you doing? Calling around to get the best rate on a car loan. Why? Everyone knows Alcoa 10 is the best choice to purchase a vehicle or refinance your current loan. And with low interest rates and 90 days to your first payment, it's a no-brainer. You can even apply online and sign all the documents from the convenience of your home. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. Alcoa 10 Credit Union. It's so easy. Go to ATFCU.com for details. Rates are dependent on credit score and equal housing lender. When you start your own business, you know that branding can make or break a new venture. That's why Swain Event relies on 42nd Street. 42nd Street is a strategy agency focused on finding creative, open-minded, results-driven solutions to brand design. After over a decade of operations in East Tennessee, the brand architects at 42nd Street have the experience and creative know-how to ensure the success of your business branding, logo, web presence, and more. To see a real-life example of their amazing work, you can check out our website at SwainEvent.com. Don't trust the branding of your business to just anyone. Check out my friends at 42nd Street online at 42ST.com or give them a call at 865-382-7007. 42nd Street, brand, strategy, design. Fellas. When it's time to freshen up that wardrobe, there's only one play to make, and that's to go see my friends at Mark Nelson Denim in downtown Knoxville. Find the latest in small batch denim in the heart of Knoxville. Denim isn't all they do though. Mark Nelson also does custom suiting and blazers. Let your personal style shine with Mark Nelson. If you don't have time to go shopping for yourself, but still want that fresh look, then sign up for the NN Society. Let the experts handle the shopping and get $300 worth of merchandise for just $150 every other month. That's six times per year to keep you looking styling every day. Let Mark Nelson Denim help you be the best you. Because when you look good, you feel good. Go to MarkNelsonDenim.com. Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com dead end barbecue the search is over if you want to get in on the conversation call the iris networks hotline at 865-200-5503 grow your business with iris networks high speed fiber internet irisnetworksusa.com Sweet event fueled by Dead End Barbecue, top 100 barbecue restaurant in, restaurant in America. Our two guys was brought to you by Action 247, Tennessee's only legal sports book. Ben McKee, Jason Swain, here with you. It's a beautiful day. It's a great day to have a great day. 
Looking at you, Tennessee basketball. Oh, man, I know that's right. Come on, Tennessee. I know that's right. I, I need I need a convincing, convincing victory. I don't need a last-second shot. Well, I, uh, I've i got bad news for you. No, you don't. Well, I got good news and bad news. Which one, I, which I one do you want first? It. Which one do you want first? Uh, bad news. Bad news, Vanderbilt. Is good defensively, so it's it's going to be a low scoring game. All right, give me the good news. Vanderbilt is not good on offense, average on offense. I, I won't say they're bad on offense. They're they're a hundred and fourteenth in offensive efficiency, which which is not good for an SEC school. It's not not bad in the grand scheme of college basketball because there's three hundred and something teams. But in in the the realm of the SEC world, not great. One hundred and fourteenth. So that Tennessee's defense is is still good. So take the under. I, I see you over there on action two four seven trying to check the under. I'm checking. I'm checking the you know, over under on Tennessee on Vandy game. I'm checking it out, man. I'm the Cowboys let me down. The four nines, um smacked them. The Cardinals let me down. I thought they was gonna cover. Steelers let me down. I thought they was gonna cover. No, the Steelers did not let you down. You made a bad mistake. Is that what was, you did. That was a bad bet. That was emotion. That was me believing in Mike Tomlin. And it didn't matter. Bill Belichick or Nick Saban was coaching that team. The Lakers decided to play. You know, you put money on the Lakers losing, or okay, the Jazz that, covering. Okay, that makes sense. That's just bad luck. Yeah, I mean the you Lakers lost that bet. Lakers, the Lakers beat the Jazz last night. I saw night. Uh, Russ yam on oh Rudy God. Gobert. Look, just tell your your players to keep their hands off Ja. That's all I know. Ja's a grown man; he can handle himself. Tennessee, six and a half point favorite. What's over under? One thirty five, uh, one thirty four and a half. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ken Palm. Projects a 70 to 65 win for Tennessee. Five point win for Tennessee. Oh, man. That's, that's a slight over. Gives Tennessee 66% chance of winning. Kim Paul said, How many points Tennessee going to score? 70. How many did, did they score against uh, South Carolina? <laughs> Man, I took that under. 66 to 46. I took that under with the quickness. Kentucky was the first time Tennessee surpassed 70 points in uh, conference play. 70 to 65 is what Ken Palm says. On Vanderbilt's court, that weird court. Tennessee struggles there. Hey, man, scared money don't make money. I'll look at it a little bit later, though. Yep, Vanderbilt. I got time. An average offensive team. They take a lot of threes. 35% of their points come from threes, which is 82nd in the country. Aside from that, there's not a ton that that they they do well. They, they take a lot of threes, but they don't make a lot of them. They are near the bottom in three-point percentage. 
Good good time, Ben, to uh, take advantage of the promotion right now at Action 247. 100% match on your first deposit up to $800. So you can do that with Action. Download their app. Local legal sportsbook. Use the promo code Swain Event. First deposit match 100% up to $800. As I... Um, which one is more attractive? The uh, the line itself, Tennessee minus six and a half, or the over under at one thirty four point five? Which one's more attractive? The over under, because I don't trust this Tennessee team, but I do trust that neither team will score a lot of points. Eight six five two hundred fifty five zero three. I trust Austin Price of Allquest when it comes to Tennessee team notes, when it comes to recruiting, that's who we have on the line with us right now. Uh, his time is brought to you by Jennifer Morris with Keller Williams Realty. Austin Price, good morning, man. What's going on, Jason? Man, everything's going on. I know um, for us parents here uh, with with school being out in, in Knox County, that, it, you know, because of teachers being sick, it may be a little bit difficult for you, so – Appreciate you joining us, man. Um, let's get right to it. Won't hold you long. Let's get right to it. AP, Isaiah Nayor made the visit to Ole Miss. Then he came to Tennessee. Uh, I know he's, you spoke with him. And um, where is he? He talked about going back, making the final decision, making sure everything's tight with his family. Where are things with him? I, I maintain everything is you know, still good with Isaiah, you know, I mean, obviously you have to, you know, be cognizant of the visit to Ole Miss, but, uh, based off everything I'm told and, uh, kind of dug up, you know, I think Tennessee's going to end up being final Isaiah. Man, it's, it's a weird time. It's a weird time. Young man doesn't take a visit, uh, visit to Tennessee before committing. He commits, then takes a visit to Ole Miss in less than a week. And then he takes a visit to Tennessee. Um, Still unsure 100% of where he's going to go. That's just where we are, man. It's where we are, NIL world, the transfer world. You just got to embrace it and try to adapt and um, win in it the best way that you can. That's the only only way. I saw uh, we had a conversation with um, our guy Nico from California. I'm going to let you say his last thing. We got to learn it because it looks like Tennessee is going to be a serious player in his recruitment. Yao Maliaba. Uh-huh. Say it again. Slower. Yow. Yeah. Yeah. Maliamba. Oh, no, there's no B in there. Maliava. Oh, Lord. Maliava. Have, have you begun helping uh, old Bob or is, that pronunciation? Or is everybody that looks at it says, uh, Nico, I'm Oliva. That's what I always, that's what I say. <laughs> Is he someone that like gets really bothered by people saying his name wrong or he just doesn't care like uh Vescovy? No, I don't think he uh I think he's uh, probably used to it by now, but uh you know, uh, we want to make sure we get it right on the front end that way we're not changing pronunciation 3 years in if he, if he ends up picking Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Have you uh like going from Jared Garantano to Jared Garantano? You know, the one off the. You ever uh, kept up with a 
elite volleyball player while uh, covering Tennessee recruiting? Um, no. Woody no. Quinn? Uh, no. I, 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 no, because Woody Quinn was an elite football player. <laughs> My goodness, he wasn't at all. Uh, speaking of elite, we do have an elite defensive line coach of Rodney Garner. There's been some guys inside of the SEC, outside of the SEC, that have hit the portal on the uh, defensive line front. What? What's – Based on your information, what do you think the strategy is with the transfer portal at this point? You know Tennessee made a late surge last year in the portal. Uh, is that going to be the the game plan this year? There's been a lot of other teams making moves. Tennessee, not so much. Uh, what do you think the reason is there? Well, I, I think part of it is the spots. I mean, Tennessee's got to get under their number. Um, you know, and you know when classes start back and. You know, I think they're at a point where, like, right now, like, it would take to bring somebody else in at midterm, you're going to have to have somebody else leave. And we're kind of getting, you know, the earth's getting big in the window, to quote Apollo 13. Um, probably just getting a little too late to do that. Um, I mean, you know, because a lot of drop ads are, are, you know, have either passed or are passing, passing this week. So um, it just feels like that, that, that when they add, it'll be after spring ball. I mean, can we throw some hints? I mean, can't you be like, hey, uh, you know, what you about to do? <laughs> some of these guys that, you know, maybe you want to leave, that that's not going to be a player for you? I mean, goodness gracious. I mean, these guys overstand their welcome. But those kids don't have to leave, though, because the uh, scholarship's good for the calendar year up through uh, May. That's right. <sighs> but they can leave in May, though, right? And then that number will count for you? You get that number back after they leave in May? Yes. Hmm. Fun times, counting all the numbers. Austin. Uh, Trying to win, man. Trying to win. Ahmad Moten was the other official visitor here this weekend. He has strong ties to Miami. Uh, where does Tennessee sit in that one? Well, I think Tennessee's done as well as they can do. Um, sometimes it just isn't enough. You know, I mean, you, you can do everything – Humanly possible. I mean, you go back to 2000, was it 2011, 12, whatever it was, it was 12. Tennessee had Derrick Henry on their campus three or four times. They did everything they possibly could do. They just couldn't get him. He was going to Alabama. You know, I mean, like, you, you sometimes you just, and, and, and that might be the case here with Ahmad. Um, you know, but who knows? You never know. So yeah, that's why you keep, uh, that's why you keep swinging. And, you know, again, Rodney Garner's done a really good job there with the family. Um, Mod really liked his time here. Um, you know, Oklahoma is also heavily in there. He'll go there this weekend. Um, but, uh, you know, everything just, you know, connects to Miami. But, uh, we'll see again, you know, sometimes there are exceptions to the rule. AustinPriceVolQuest.com. Um, and Tennessee kind of missed out on a, a defensive lineman. Uh, not too long ago to Florida State. What I mean, what what is it going to take? Uh, it, it seems like a position of need that is there's apparent. And I know the numbers are where they are right now, um, but man, what is it going to take to 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 shore up that position, Austin? Well, I mean, the right got to go in the portal. You know, I mean, it, it, it's unrealistic to think you're going to be able to depend on a bunch of freshmen. Yeah. So they really need somebody to go in the portal that tends, that, that Rodney Garner feels like can help them. He felt like Jared Burst could help them end up going to Florida State. 
there have been other guys going to portal that fans are like, oh, we got to go get that guy. But, like, again, if, if, if Rodney doesn't feel like that particular kid can help you right away, what's the difference between that kid and, you know, Tyree West or Jordan Phillips? Nothing, right? I mean, you know, you need an older guy who has been productive, who can step in and help you right away. And that's kind of what, uh, you know, Rodney and, and the staff is, is looking for. Why do you think Jared Verse went to Florida State? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I think I just, you know, I guess felt more comfortable at Florida State. I mean, I, you know, that's kind of that's kind of what the kid told me. You know, just felt like that was the better fit for him. What well, do you think the NIL had a, a lot to do with his decision? I know for some kids, it is the only, you know, deciding factor. But for some kids, no. it may not be. For him. I mean, I think, you know, I won't say it had no say because I do think it had some say. But, you know, ultimately, you know, I think for him, I think that played a smaller role than maybe others. You know, I think it was more fit, you know, style play, so on and so forth. Gotcha. What is Tennessee getting in Billy High? Well, you know, a lot of connections to the Carolinas. Uh, someone who did a really nice job over there for Mac Brown. For that, did a nice job at Auburn. Uh, another Tennessee guy on staff for Josh Heifel. You know, he doesn't have anybody on the field that's a Tennessee guy, but off the field, you've got Trey Johnson, you've got you know, you know Brandon Lawson, Scott Altizer, and now Billy High, all Tennessee guys that are uh, working behind the scenes. Good stuff, AP man. Good stuff. Uh, I think we I think we covered most of the. I think a lot, everybody wants to know about the about the transfer portal and why Tennessee is, is not more active, but that totally makes sense. And uh, we'll see what Tennessee does, you know, go, spring football and who who leaves, who stays after May and get some of these numbers back. I mean, there was a time when Tennessee was barely operating at, you know, 70 scholarships. And now uh, you're looking for some room to potentially add some, some more pieces to, uh, you know, your, your football team to make it better. So uh, we will uh, keep a close eye on it, a.k.a. Just ask you. So, Austin, thank you, man. Jason, we appreciate it. Thanks for being patient with me this morning. Right as you guys called, I was pulling muffins out of the oven for the kids. Then as (laughs) I was getting ready upstairs and get on the phone with you, the dogs threw up in the floor. It's been one of those mornings here at the Price. I understand, my friend. Well, go clean it up, man. Thanks for your time, man. You the man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Austin Price, VogQuest.com. Follow him at Austin Price List. Also, follow Jennifer Morris. Give her phone call at 865-257-7897. If you are looking to invest in real estate, buy or sell, or email her at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com. Keller Williams Realty. Ben McKee, Jason Swain. Stay with us. We'll be right back. For a replay of East Day's Swain Event TV, like us on Facebook. Good morning, Swain Event crew. The new year is here, and it's the 2022 East Tennessee real estate season. As I always do, I'm going to shoot straight with you. If you have a home to sell, then you need to give me a call ASAP. Inventory is low, and I will get you the most money possible and more than you think trying to sell it on your own. If you are a seller that also needs to buy a home, you need to call me ASAP as there are ways I can help you manage that situation and stay in your home until we find what you want. 
If you are looking to buy, you need to call me ASAP. You absolutely need someone on your side to help navigate the current waters. And you need someone that's going to do their homework and find homes that aren't on the market yet. Bottom line, you need to call me today ASAP. Jennifer Morris, Keller Williams Realty, 865-257-7897. If you are buying, selling, or considering investing in real estate this year, or email me at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com. I hope to hear from you soon and go Vols! JC's Tree and Landscaping Service specializes in quality tree work done at an affordable price. Trimming and removing trees are their specialty. They also offer other services like land clearing, stump grinding, crane services, and all of your basic landscaping needs for both commercial and residential. JC's will give you a free estimate and beat any written quote by a competitor to guarantee that you get the lowest price around. Don't risk your land with a fly-by-night service. JC's Tree and Landscaping is licensed and insured. Give them a call at 865-599-3799. Litter is a big problem in Tennessee, but together we can do big things. We can make our cities, our waterways, our roads cleaner and safer. The Tennessee Department of Transportation is committed to reducing litter in our communities, but we need your help to do it. There are over 100 million pieces of litter in our roads at any given time, and it costs TDOT about $19 million a year just to clean it up. The first step to keeping Tennessee beautiful is to rally behind these three simple words. Nobody trashes Tennessee. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. We're here with Dr. Michael Carlson of Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine to discuss PRP, platelet-rich plasma. If you have orthopedic injuries such as shoulder pain, knee pain, Achilles tendonitis, or tennis elbow, you should give them a call. Good to be back, Jason. We specialize in non-surgical orthopedics, so we treat damaged tendons, ligaments, and joints, including rotator cuff injuries, knee injuries, and elbow and foot problems by using ultrasound-guided injections with PRP. And this form of treatment helps stimulate the body's own reparative process and assist in the healing of damaged tissue. Doc, what makes your training different than others? I've been practicing in Knoxville for over 26 years, and I'm certified in interventional regenerative orthopedic medicine through the American Academy of Orthopedic Medicine. They've been the leader in this form of treatment since 1983. I also teach this form of treatment on a national and international basis to other physicians, residents, and medical students. Here in our clinic, I'm the one doing the procedure, and we're using your own PRP, which are concentrated platelets, to treat your injury. So in other words, Jason, it comes from you and it goes back to you. So you know exactly what you're getting and know exactly the level of training involved. Do what the pros, college athletes, and I have done and visit them online at trsportsmedicine.com. Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine, East Tennessee's leader in PRP therapy. More and more Tennessee businesses are switching to Iris Networks for reliable, local, high-quality, high-speed business fiber internet. Iris provides direct internet access from 10 megs to 10 gigs with no payments for 90 days. Iris also offers next generation business phones with work from anywhere capability from the mobile or laptop app. With local sales, support, and service, Iris is a partner in the community. Learn more at irisnetworkusa.com or call 865-448-IRIS. Iris Networks. A Tennessee business connecting Tennessee businesses. Hour 3 of the Swain event is brought to you by the Low T Center and LowTCenter.com. Do you know your numbers? Feel like you again. Let us help. 
Numbers, huh? Numbers. <laughs> the bra- the Brady on um, text box says, sprinkle a little, dr- sprinkle some drugs in a few lockers and send a message. <laughs> I can't say what it really says. I mean, I guess I could. Ain't that bad. Or is it, Ben? You think it's bad? It's not bad. Sprinkle some crack in a few lockers and send a message with a laughing emoji. The Brady is just joking, but... Is he? I mean, the laughing emoji... You can be serious and laugh at the same time. I mean, I guess. I guess so. (laughs) I guess so. Yeah, Nico Time from Raleigh Vault. That is right, man. It's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take it back. Chip Payne says, you know Marcus Dupree and <laughs> Brian Bosworth are shaking their heads. Right about now with these NIL deals. Yep. 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 For sure. Ball fan says, um, Tennessee is 19th in the D1 preseason rankings, which puts us 8th in the SEC. Do you think Tennessee fans are smart enough uh, baseball fans to not lose their minds if Tennessee finishes eighth in the SEC, or will they start trashing the baseball team when they lose two series in in a row? Ben, what what I, what do we talk about during the break? What did I bring up? What did I bring up during the break about Tennessee baseball this season? That I said, man, folks are expecting the Tennessee baseball program to go to the World Series, and and are like, they? I mean, I think people are. I think people. Let me let me let me back up. Let me put it in reverse, Terry. I think they're expecting success. I think they're putting all their hopes in Tennessee baseball, expecting the same feeling that you got last year, and the same result. And I don't know if you're going to get that result. I hope we get that result. I think the program is fun to to watch. It's fun to cover. It's fun to be a Tennessee fan while Tennessee baseball is competing and playing the game the way they play it, which is not necessarily traditional. It's not a way that the baseball peers in college baseball would probably want Tennessee to play, but who cares? I think uh, a lot of folks are going to be searching for that that big orange success, you know, when you go through the football season and the preseason, folks already knew we were going to not be that great. And then when football season started to end and you had the the, the disappointing losses in the season, it was like, man, Tennessee base, Tennessee basketball, though. Tennessee, I can't wait for Tennessee basketball to start. And then they started, um, and they have not looked great. So they're like, oh, well, whatever. Tennessee baseball will fulfill my, my emptiness. So – all I'm saying is I think the people that are trying to fill that void with Tennessee baseball of a, a championship or you know, pure domination, you, you, know, you, may not, you may be disappointed because it's hard to do what they did last year again. Yes. I, it was special. I, I agree with you. To answer the question, I don't know. We'll see. I – uh I think people that that are aware of what SEC baseball is and and do enjoy keeping up with with baseball and whatnot, I, I think that they will understand that 
finishing eighth in the SEC won't necessarily be a, a bad thing because if, if you are eighth in the SEC, then you're a top 15, top 20 team and probably hosting a, a regional, maybe a super regional. And, and you're just a couple of wins away from Omaha. So I'm, I'm sure there, there will be those that, that freak out. But I, I do think that this team is, is suited to, to, have, to follow up the World Series with some success, more so than Rick Barnes' team was suited to follow up the Sweet 16 run. I, I think that this team does have, have the tools to, to get back to Omaha. But if, if that's anybody's expectation, then, then you're just setting yourself up for failure. At, at minimum, they are an NCAA tournament team. At most, they are capable of making it to Omaha, for sure. I'm excited. Uh, and that question was sparked by by us being a month away from baseball season. A mm-hmm. month a month from today, Tennessee kicks off a, a three-game series with Georgia Southern, Friday, February 18th at 4.30. And because of that, the D1 baseball poll came out. That's the poll I pay most attention to because they do the best job covering college baseball as a whole and they they have Tennessee ranked 19th I think they had a uh, Texas ranked number one and Texas uh, is on the schedule so we'll we'll see what happened I'm trying to see the other SEC teams in the top five real quick before we move on Arkansas number two Vandy number three mm. Mississippi State four Ole Miss five <laughs> LSU eight, yeah. Florida nine, Georgia sixteenth, Tennessee nineteenth, and that's it for the SEC in the top twenty-five. Unreal, unreal. So it's at eight, eighteenth in the in their top twenty-five, eight eight of fourteen, and then Texas is assumed to be SEC team. They're ranked. Oklahoma is not ranked. So uh, eight of eight of fourteen and nine of sixteen. I'm looking forward to that 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 question, man. Should we have paid Tony Fortello all that all that money? He <laughs> bet he know what's coming, man. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> he know what's coming. I know. Which I don't. I I mean I don't know. <laughs> but this team should be fun to watch. So so maybe it it won't come just. Yeah, I mean they they have a first round pick in in right field in Jordan Beck. They have a first round pick on the mound with Blake Tidwell. I mean he he might be a top ten pick if oh if he has a really good year. Don't start that beer. If, no, don't start. Don't let me talk, don't let me talk about Blake Tidwell again. Oh, like you don't you don't want me to talk about Titty? No, no, man. I, don't, I know how. You, why it's, we talk, it's your grin, man. We talk about the tits, tits oh up for God. the Titans. Oh my God. But yeah, why yeah. can't we talk about Titty? I mean, he's a great player. <laughs> what do you mean it's my grin? It's your grin, man. But he could be a potential top ten pick, and he'll be your your Friday arm. You have Chase Burns, who will be a freshman, but he would have been a first round pick if he had stayed in the draft. You've you've got the Georgia Southern transfer, who's going to be real good Evan Russell's back and and he'll have some big moments and be fun to see how he catches Luke Lipsius he'll be back and he'll be hitting home runs he's got a stud freshman behind him that hits bombs uh Christian Moore at second base he he is a freshman who could win SEC freshman of the year 
you, you got Drew Gilbert back. He'll he'll start a, a fight at some point. Kyle Booker, the kid from Memphis, uh, this is his chance to, to mm-hmm. play full-time and kind of show what he can do. So Camden Sewell's back. Redmond Walsh is back. Tony Vitello's back. You, you, you add one of the top Juco players in the country and Logan Chambers. Should be a fun team to watch. I can't wait. Jennifer Morris is ready. I know she's ready to see Tony Vitello in his baseball pants. She's she's stop. She's ready. She's ready for some Tennessee baseball. She is ready. She got her tickets. Uh, I'm going to go to a game or two. Or I three. think you should go to the very first one, Mm-mm. February 18th, 4:30 in the afternoon. It will be cold. Mm-mm. It sounds cold because it is cold. No, I want to go against a game with the. With some intensity. Well, you better wait till the second half of the season. That's where I want to go. That's where I want to go. All right, uh, let me go go through this uh, text box. Riley Vall says, "Loki didn't know Georgia had a baseball squad. Been uh, uh, typically a good one. They they were kind of down a little bit last year, but that's because they lost a ton the year before. But Georgia typically has a good squad because." The state of Georgia is baseball rich. A lot of talent, a lot of baseball talent in the state of Georgia. Georgia Tech always has a good baseball team. Georgia Tech and, and Georgia typically have a good baseball team. Um, someone asked about Corey Miller. Corey Miller looks like he did step down from uh, Ole Miss. He was on the strength staff there. Um, looking at his tweet from yesterday. So it appears like he's going somewhere. Do, do not know where he's going because it is, does not say where he's going. I don't know if if he – last time him and I talked about being in Knoxville, it was more about being a, being a head man, being a head strength coach rather than being an assistant. I don't know if those plans have changed or if he is going to continue to stay in the same same field. But, man, trust me. I've been trying to get Corey Miller here <laughs> in Knoxville since the Pruitt era, man. So you're just a great VFL. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully it happens. Uh, let's see here. We had a question about NIL. Should donor money? Should a donor? Put his money with NIL or, or to your university. And um, we didn't have one person that was different than everyone else. Vaultville says use it for sports programs. Sports programs generate money for all other departments. Eh, sounds good. But NIL money brings in players. You need players to win. You need to win to generate more money for all sports programs. That is that is the way you generate the most money for all the sports programs is football team winning. Winning, winning, winning. Uh Vaughn Birmingham says NIL deals 100 percent You get better players, you win more games, the school gets more money through enrollment and more donors. It's exactly what Alabama has done for the last decade. 100 percent Um John K says, I'm a little behind, but Ben, Tennessee fans do the same ratio thing. It's hilarious. They're always these super filtered pictures of folky posts and uh, the caption says, "You got beat by John Fulkerson. It's I hilarious." Yeah, Tennessee Tennessee fans, we we do that on Vault Twitter. But man, when I was looking at Ole Miss's 
a basketball account from when uh, Ole Miss lost to Auburn. I didn't see an Ole Miss comment. I I feel like I have a pretty decent pulse. It was on, on Vol Twitter, and I have not seen Vol Twitter after a game due to a a team account. What? Auburn has been doing. Yeah, like like some shade thrown by another fan or a national media member. Like, yeah, Vol Twitter's going to pounce, right? It's going to be mm-hmm. like fire ants. But just a normal regular season game, the amount of Auburn fans in those mentions with memes and videos, just, it, it was different than what I'm used to, Vol Twitter. It's different. No Pants Jonathan 44 says, easy, the, both the school and NIL deal. See, this is why Jonathan can't have nice things around Jonathan. Because it's or. It's an or question. You have to cho- choose between giving the money to the school or you give money to the NIL. What would you do? Uh, <laughs> you all right? Got, got gas you need to pass? I do got some gas. I don't know 100%. I don't know. But this is also why you have different budgets raised, so you don't have to make this decision. I know it's... Well, there's going to be some folks that don't have that type of money to, to, to drop in both buckets. They may have to just drop it in one or prefer to drop it in one. But Split the money up? I mean, hey. It, but if you had to make a choice on one, where would you, where would you go? Um... I like. Let's say I only had like a fifty thousand dollars. I would be like, "Hey, I want to make sure we get this player. I wanted that to be the Jason Swain player. You know how like you have the schools that have um, titles on the head coach, the Jason Swain family head coach. I think they said like, uh, what school is that? I think it's at Notre Dame or some school. I don't know." But like Conzo has that now. Really, they Missouri? just renamed the uh, the, the head, head basketball. Coach? Yeah. Okay. I wanted to be the like we go out and get a really good receiver, the Jason Swain starting receiver, starting receiver <laughs> Isaiah Nayor. <laughs> like I want to know my money went to get that player. That's that, that's what I want. Because if you just throw it in the in a bucket, you don't really know where your money is going. But that that's what I would do. That's what I would do. I, I would give it to the football team because I, I think NIL, yes, because NIL could be used for. NIL, we know what this NIL. I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying, man. I, but but see, the football team. This is my point that I was making earlier. It helps everybody. If if Tennessee football is ultra successful, it helps everybody. It really does. It helps enrollment. It helps Knoxville businesses. It helps the baseball program. It helps the basketball program, the volleyball, academic buildings, academic functions. It helps everybody. It helps the Swain event. It helps VolQuest. It, sure it helps everybody. So, like, I, I I want Tennessee football to do well. And and I hate to keep mentioning Alabama, but I do because it's it's what I know most because I've seen it the most. That's what we're trying to be. I mean, it's, well, and it's just. Okay. Living in Huntsville for six years, I I saw it and 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 heard people talk about it all the time. the The enrollment at Alabama is absurd right now. the The buildings I I've been to every 
Tennessee Alabama football game since 2013. Unfortunately, I know that's not a long time, but my my point is like even in in that short amount of time, and Alabama was already established since I started going to Tuscaloosa for Tennessee sporting events. Like I've already seen a difference in the campus, and and there's always a new, brand new spanking building going up, and I I guarantee you it's a a byproduct of the football team generating so much money for the university. It is. It is. That's that's a tough question though, asked by ATL VFL if you if you had to pick one or the other. Vaughn Birmingham uh, said it. I think. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He knows. He knows. No, he knows. But you know, the hypothetical question by ATL VFL picking one or the other. Most most cases our donors that have and are participating with the NIL are also giving money to the school too. Yes. So most of them. Yeah, most of them. And I mean like 90, 80, 90% of them also give money to the school too. So, yeah. you know, the NIL pot just extra. Like Vaughn Birmingham says, Alabama literally knocked a building down and moved roads and dropped a new baseball field all because of the football team. And he is so, so right. I, I promise you, Alabama does not care at all about baseball right now. They they don't, I, they don't they don't care about baseball. And because of the success of the football team, they were able to drop forty million dollars on a brand new baseball facility and brand new baseball stadium for Alabama. And they don't even care about baseball right now. And they have a brand new spanking good looking stadium, just because of the football team's success. Yep. So all all of our whining and moaning about. Tennessee baseball's facilities, if the football team would just start winning and, and make a little extra cash here and there, we just drop Tony Vitello a brand new baseball stadium. Man, that'd be cool, man. Come on, hype them. Get rid of the frats. Just send the frat boys out. Y'all, y'all ain't worth anything anyways. Go on somewhere now. Get <laughs> and build us a brand new baseball stadium. Get. Ronnie Nostil says, I want my name on the back of the jerseys. Jackson in on the tackle, sponsored by Rodney Cummins. <laughs> That's what I want. I'm with you, Rodney. Like, I want to know my money went to to, to, to a player. Like, I want to know. Like, I want I want the back of Nico's jersey to be like a NASCAR outfit. Nothing but patches and words and you letters. Know, your your uh your Twitter avatar. I want that. I want I want that on the back of no, I want that on the front. Like you've got the, the Nike logo and the SEC graduate patch like on the, the pecs. Yeah. I, w- I want your uh, your Twitter logo or the show logo <laughs> right there on the front of the jersey. Hey, man, we about to start paying these kids. Let's go. I want my recognition. I want to know where my money's going. I want to know, man. I'm with you, Rodney. I'm with <laughs> oh, you. I'd love to see your little meme bald head on the front of somebody's jersey. <laughs> oh, Swainty claws on the front for the bowl game. Oh, Raleigh Paul says, man said, move the frats. I'm weak. Hey, man. That's what it takes. That's what it takes. We had somebody on the text box that was like, hey, drop some drugs in the players' locker <laughs> to get them to leave so we can get more players. They said it's a joke, but. Or did I- they? I don't know. I think I think the person was just was just for real, to be honest. Uh my thoughts on uh Nayor playing opposite said, I don't really have any thoughts right now because I need to see see them I need to see them in person. Fam looks good. Need to see it in person before I have a real uh honest take. But I am looking forward to seeing uh, those guys line up because I think Nayor brings some of the same game as Tillman. He's a little bit faster and he could be here maybe. 
uh, more than one or two years. So we'll see. Uh, for Ben McKee, I'm Jason Swain. Hope you all have a great, great Tuesday. Be safe. Be careful. We'll, we will be back tomorrow, uh, 7 a.m. Swain event. I feel about that in barbecue. Hour three, powered by Low T Center and LowTCenter.com. Reinventing men's healthcare. Stay, stay with us until tomorrow. We'll be back. We out.